What's good? Today I wanted to speak about um, a topic that I think, you know, it, it came as a realization to me because it hit kind of hit home because it was um, aimed towards my career, right? My, my career as a physiotherapist. Now, for me, my career as a physiotherapist has always been a backbone to what I do uh, with regards to income generation. If I am working on music and music's not going well that month, physiotherapy will always hold me down. Like I know in the next two weeks, I will get my salary regardless right but um yeah today it came into a bit of contention i looked at a video and it got to me so um i follow a guy called gary v i've been following him for a very long time actually since geez it's been a minute now it's been like three maybe four years and i've watched everything i've watched every episode of um ask gary v uh the ask gary v show um all the different things i've followed his story but like extensively dude's got a lot of content and i have like i've been through it it's crazy anyway um he's doing this tea with gary v at the moment where he's just going on lives and he's just doing calls with people and he's uploading them um so um there's a guy who called in and he said he had shoulder pain right and he said he went to the chiropractor, he's been to the masseuse, and nothing's helping him. And then Gary Vee was like, soft tissue? Because obviously if it's soft tissue, we can, like, you know, you can handle your own soft tissue. I do that with my patients. I show them how, I, how I'd handle it, what sort of techniques I would use to alleviate their pain. And then from there, I ask them, you know, during the day to continue on with that, with that, um, uh, with those treatments, you know, as the weeks go on. So this guy was like, none none of it worked. I went to the chiro, I went to the masseuse. And in my mind, I'm thinking, you didn't go to the physiotherapist, but I can imagine that he'd probably just say, yeah, I've been to the, the, the physical therapist as well. It didn't help me. Um, and then he said he wants to become someone who trains people and helps people with their injuries. And I was like, hold on. That's a... So you take your pick, a biokineticist, personal trainer, or a physiotherapist. There's a lot of us out there who went to school. Like, I went to school for this thing. I know the human body. I know how the body works. I work in the ICU. I work in certain settings where, you know, it took training for me to get there. Don't just say you want to become a physical therapist or you want, sorry, you want to become someone who trains people just because... You hadn't. You had one injury, and it was a bad injury, and you just found a way to sort it out. You know, you become a guru. And I thought about this. Like, surely this is illegal. You're, you essentially going to be a health professional, without going through the country's um, uh, legislation. You know, you're not going through proper channels to become a health professional, but you're going to be helping people with their injuries. It is, there's a lot of things that go into that. There's medical liability. There's, now that I think about it, there's a lot of things. There's medical liability and now you're giving out health advice to someone without being a practicing individual. And I thought about it and I was like, surely this is illegal. Like, you can't be doing this, right? And Gary was all for it. Gary was like, go for it. Like, you know, put out a video, hit up so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so, um, ask them about the injuries. If people have pain, they should come to you. And I was like, no, man, this doesn't sound right. You surely you cannot be doing that. They are trained professionals who are part of medical boards where they get the latest information. And I was like, huh? But 
then I started looking around in the comment section, waiting for some health professional. I actually even want to go back there now and have a look. I was looking for a health professional who was going to be like, well, hold on, you can't do that. You need to go through X, Y, and Z channels. You need to have medical liability because should something go wrong from the advice that you're giving, these people can take you to court, you know? But there was none of that. Everyone was for it. Everyone was like, cool, we're going to follow him. We're going to do this. We're going to ask him about our pain. And nowadays, you know, learning about the human body is not difficult. You can go on to Google right now and you can just read up about the human body, how it functions, how it works. I know people who were in gyms. I remember when I was at the gym, people who talk about muscles like they knew anatomy. And I was like, this is pretty intense. And it made me think about my career and how you might find in a, you know, soon. Well, I know it's happening already, but we're going to lose clientele. People who have injuries are not coming to people like us anymore because we're too expensive, we're too rigid in our workings, even though we are using a principle called evidence-based practice, um, where we are reading up and we're trying to figure out how stuff works properly. People are still not going to come to us. The only time I think it becomes a bit crucial to have a license is maybe if you're working in an ICU but even then still, what does that mean? You know, if you become a professional, um, if you learn enough stuff, surely at some point they're going to give you some kind of an exam just to make sure that you can function in an ICU. I'm just thinking about the next 50 or 60 years. And this is pro probably where medicine will probably go. Anyway, you can hear the, the way I'm thinking through this right now. It's a new thought, but the thought in my mind is, shit, I could lose work off of something that I thought would never be a problem. And granted, it probably won't happen in my lifetime. And it, I mean, it could. It could happen in the next 10 years that I lose my work purely be, just because of that. But it's a little scary, right, thinking about it like that. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I've had to, even with the music, I've had to revolutionize how I'm doing things. Not necessarily in terms of what I'm doing, in terms of, you know, posting this there, doing that type of video there, doing these things and whatever. I've had to kind of fix the way I... Um, uh, my working process, my workflow. So when I make a beat, I need to be able to sit down and in 20 to 30 minutes, no jokes, I have to be able to knock out a heartbeat. I have to be able to do that. And I've had to buy certain plugins. I've had to buy certain, um, uh, you know, uh, things. You know, there's little things here and there that I've picked up on. Um, it's just, I suppose I can go through them here. Things like um, uh, MIDI, MIDI loops, you know, there's many loops there because I have moments where I can't necessarily create. I remember when I was doing my beat, my first beat challenge, there were times where I'd struggle on the melody for a good hour before I came up with something. So just to be able to, at any point, spark that creative juice, um, I had to get MIDI, I had to get MIDI loops that I can then tweak. Uh, I know music theory enough well enough that i can tweak and manipulate and i can change the way everything sounds then i can apply those midi loops to whatever instruments i want in which case i'm actually still creating it it's you can view it as cheating or not musical if you want to but i've had to revolutionize the way i'm doing things and this is the same way i'm worried about my physiotherapy um career is the very same way a pianist or a composer a typical composer who used to sit there and write down the notes would they panicked when someone came through without without much knowledge and was just able to do whatever and then eventually programs that allowed people to just draw notes in and then i remember the very first program i used i was able to actually draw notes like it's sheet music and then from there we went on to ej and then from there fl studio and reason and all of these programs allow you to effectively cheat 
your way through creating a song. And this is the exact same thing that's happening in that world as well. And I think the only thing that we can do is revolutionize, reform, and, you know, just create new stuff and just start doing things differently. Because I can complain about people who use um, samples and loops, right, and say that they're cheating, but no one cares. At the end of the day, do people listen to the beat? Yes. Does it get sold? Yes. Does it get placements? Yes. So why am I complaining? It's not for me to complain. I need to go and find out how I'm going to beat the system. When Uber came through, taxi drivers, especially in South Africa, taxi drivers here were not happy. What did they do? They terrorized them. They threatened them. Essentially what, I, what people are doing to um, loop producers now. They're demonizing them for taking something that was painstaking before and making it easy. And the, the, that's what Uber has done. So they ended up fighting with them. And unfortunately, no matter how much the taxi industry fights and how much of a mob mentality they, uh, they adapt, it's still going to happen. You cannot fight it. At some point, they just kind of had to accept that Uber will be around. Um, but yeah, that's just how it is now. And I'm looking at the situation right now. The Uber drivers, sure, there might not be as many, but... They're, they're operating un, un, unbound at the moment because they don't have those same meter taxis who are on their case all the time. And unfortunately, they're just going to get iced out. People are going to have to sell their meter taxis. They can't be taxis anymore um, just because of the, 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 the shape of the economy. So I'm just thinking now, even in the, the, my world where I felt like I was safe, I'm not safe there either. We have to keep on revolutionizing. Otherwise, we just sink. We just continue to sink and... That's just the nature of things. If you don't, you know, they say that you either have to, I'm sure there's a saying out there, something along the lines of you have to revolutionize yourself or you just become stale and then you become irrelevant. So yeah, that's, um, it was a little bit of a wake up call for me. I'm not going to, you know, panic too much about it. I mean, I do feel like there's a bit more time, but I do need to realize that that is a possibility that I could also lose my livelihood, even though I am deemed, you know, an, an essential service or, you know, a healthcare provider. There are people who are coming through and doing similar things to what I'm doing. So I uh, just need to bear that in mind.